Welcome to I Am Goddess Collective Podcast, a platform for women to rise up together in sacred sisterhood. We are here to awaken, empower, and support you in claiming your yes as you step into your truth and divine power as a goddess. We are the healers, the shamans, the wise women, the unicorns, the fairies, and the mermaids who have come together to offer ourselves as messengers for the rise of the feminine. I am your host, Nixie Marie, goddess activist, shamanic artist, and oracle guide. I invite you to take a deep breath inhaling white sparkly pixie loving light and exhaling anything that no longer serves you as we sit in sacred council together welcome to my baby sisters in order to support this podcast i have teamed up with an amazing online crystal shop called spirit magic It is your one-stop shop to all of your crystal needs, whether it be for divination, healing, or protection. You can visit this shop by clicking on the link in the description section on the podcast and iTunes, or by visiting bit.ly slash goddess crystals. Again, that's bit.ly slash goddess crystals. Well, hello, beautiful sisters. Welcome back to another magical episode of I Am Goddess Collective Podcast. Nixie here, of course, and I am really excited to be here with you guys as always. And I want to just say how honored I am that each and every one of you are here and that this podcast is growing and growing and growing. And thank you all for the amazing reviews I'm getting in. And if you haven't wrote a review yet, please return the exchange of love and write me a review. If you are feeling the goddess vibes, share this out with another sister. I'm all about expansion this year and growing our collective coven here that we've created. So without further ado, I would love to get into the juicy topic we are going to be discussing And I have a really magical synchronicity that transpired as I was sitting with myself going, okay, what are we going to talk about today? What am I feeling? I'm not really quite sure yet what it is. So my intuition led me to pull a card from my deck that is called the Soul's Journey Lessons Cards by James Von Prague. And... Of course, it led me to the perfect topic, which I gave away a little bit ago, just a moment ago, and this topic is on intuition. We haven't really talked about this, so it is perfect that this is what's coming up right now. As I am feeling like this year, I'm entering my Saturn return, guys, by the way, ladies, and so... I feel my intuition and my feelings are telling me that I'm going to be making a lot of decisions this year. And of course, we're always making a lot of decisions, right? But 
this show is going to be more about how do we make these decisions? How do we make decisions that might be challenging or might be something that will completely shift gears for us entirely, like maybe leaving a job, traveling the world, leaving a relationship, starting a new relationship, getting married, having a kid, all of those decisions, those, those things that pop up and kind of shift our energy around, well, I've got to make a decision here. And I, I don't, I personally have come from a place of being very indecisive. So of course, I pulled the card indecision. And this card on the bottom, the message says, I use my intuition in all aspects of life. So we're going to do a Actually, you know what? Before we get into <laughs> before we get into the intuitive guided meditation that we are going to do here, I'm going to read the card description in the in the little booklet because it really just it allowed me to dive even deeper into this topic and to explore what more we could we could discuss. And this I, I mean this book by James von Prague, a lot of times I I really love referencing to every Oracle Dex book or um, pamphlet that it comes with because there's always more messages that might come from than just reading without the book, right? So let's Let's tune in and see what this booklet says, right? Okay, so it says, I use my intuition in all aspects of life. Your soul is spirit manifest in this physical dimension. Even though you may feel limited by the constraints of your body, your connection to the infinite wisdom of the universe is always available to you in the form of intuition. You are never alone when making any decision. Spirit only wants the best for you, and by listening to your inner voice, you will always be guided to the proper outcome. All you have to do is ask. The expectations of others is only an illusion. You are not born to listen to fear. You are taught to listen to it. Visualize any decision in your life as a fork in the road. How does your body react when you imagine your travels down each path? At first glance, one may look easier to traverse, but the destination will cause anxiety and a heavy heart. Another path may be more difficult to walk, but the destination will feel light and calm. When you silence your mind and listen to your intuition, the signpost will always be obvious. So... This meditation we're going to do is going to support you in making decisions and connecting to your intuition. So let's get started. If you're not driving an operated machine vehicle, which I know so many of us listen to podcasts while we're driving. So if you are driving, just go ahead and Breathe with us and just listen and maybe you can come back to this meditation later in your day when you come home from a long day at work or whatever feels right for you. (sighs) Let's just begin by sitting in a comfortable seated position or laying down on your back if you can. (sighs) And bringing your awareness to your breath, taking a big inhale through the nose And exhale. (sighs) 
giving thanks for this breath, inhaling and exhaling. <sighs> Bringing awareness to the inner body, the inner self. giving yourself that full permission to be here at this time on this journey you've made it you're here congratulate yourself as you begin to feel in every area of your body what does it feel like is there tension in certain areas is there tightness are you feeling very light or loose just notice how your body is in this moment and breathe into any tension or stress that you might be feeling in your body as we begin to lengthen our spine down into mother earth connecting us to her cords her core nature Seeing your spine expand downward, becoming rooted into Mother Gaia. Knowing that she's always here to be the ground of our lives. Always here to catch us when we fall. Opening up your crown, letting light come down into your body from the heavens above, from the ethereal realms, where our higher self exists and all of the angels and the masters, teachers and loved ones, all of them are sitting with us above and around. And as above, so below, bring them down into the body of ho and ask for all of the light to shine within you ever so bright. Expanding our hearts, expanding our minds, allowing us to be without any of the confined structures that we have been told to believe. And releasing the fears and releasing the doubts and honoring ourselves for we are one. We are alive and here. Imagining in your mind's eye you on a path. Walking along this beautiful path you see there's roses to your right and beautiful trees to your left. And then you come up to a fork in the road. There's two signs on this road. One says on the sign, one decision that you are facing at this time. Another one is your other choice. Really seeing and visualizing in your mind the two signs and what they say. Taking a moment to just breathe them in. It is oftentimes that we are faced with these tough decisions. 
my invitation is to remember that decisions don't always need to be tough. They can be graceful and they can be easy and they can be led by the inner self, the intuition, the gut, the third brain. Sometimes we also seek for outer opinions on making decisions when really we only know our journey. We can't let other people make these decisions for us. It's helpful to have guidance. It's helpful to talk it out. But the real work is going within and asking ourselves, what is it that my heart wants? What is it that my soul wants? Freedom, love, ease, peace. Begin by looking at one of the signs and seeing the path that that might lead to. Connecting to that intention that decision how do you feel in your body when you turn your entire body to walk down that path what does it feel like notice how your body feels if you get a sensation in your stomach that might be a sign if it feels uncomfortable just notice how your body's feeling. Now take a step towards the other path. Notice the sign that's there, the decision you get to make, and feel how your body feels with this decision. Do you feel liberated? Do you feel free? Do you have something coming up in your stomach? What is it that you're feeling in this moment? Notice how your body feels. Now take a step back. Tune in. Which path leads to your heart's desire? As you make this choice and as you feel into your body, Trust how your body feels. The feeling is our compass. The heart is our compass. And our heart will never lead us astray. Ask what the heart wants. And take the leap. And begin by putting your right foot in front of the other and walking down the path of your heart's desire. How does that feel? Liberating, free, easy? Slowly bringing yourself back to this moment. 
taking a big inhale through the nose and release <sighs> yes breathe it out our decisions don't always need to be hard or tough or challenging take a deep inhale and exhale <sighs> When we listen to our heart and we connect to our intuition, we will be led into a life, a decision, a choice that lifts our soul because we listened, we went within, we did the work. We didn't let our minds trail off into this unknown deep space of, but what if I, if I go this way, well then I'll be, if I go that way, well then, but what if, no, connect, go within, find your inner compass and just take the leap. It might not be the easiest path. Sometimes it's not. But the heart wants what the heart wants. And let that be your guide. Slowly wiggling your fingers, your toes. <sighs> Opening up your eyes. Welcoming yourself back to this very present moment. Ah, sisters, that was so beautiful. I feel like... Most of the time, I just want you guys to know that when I'm doing these podcasts, they're very, very, very much in relationship to where, where at, things that I'm currently going on, things that are currently going on in my life and lessons that I'm learning. And this one feels really deep for me because like I said earlier, I've always been very indecisive and... I rarely take time to stop and go within and make these decisions. And so I really feel that that meditation, even just doing it as I say it, I go through the process with you all as I'm visualizing everything in my mind. And it definitely felt easy. It felt, it felt so much, so uplifting to see what I was feeling was, one path was this like dark path that had branches and, and creepy things and the other path felt light and airy and exciting and freedom and joyful and I just went with it you know and let this be a message for us to remind ourselves that when we have to make these tough decisions or when we feel like we're faced with a choice that it's it's showing us something to grow from right so how do we connect to our intuition because I think a lot of people we we are so we live first of all in a very analytical driven mind the masculine has dominated our world for such a long time now and we're really rising that's why this podcast is exists that's why we are seeing lots of goddess movements a lot of feminine rising a lot of women stepping up in leadership because we have been feeling the call to finally speak our voice and bring balance and harmony to this planet and in doing that we must remember that that yin energy is so 
it's so detrimental to bring that ease to that analytical rationale. Like, I need to know what this is and I need to see the facts and the statistics and all of that. Like, that's great. We do also get to have that. That's useful. But what about the inner voice? Because the inner voice, it tells us where our hearts are pointing. And as we step into a love vibration and raise our frequencies to that state of love, that's how we continuously drop in and choose love is by even looking at this from a grander scale, right? When we are faced with a choice, we can either choose love or fear and we're in that reality right now. We're here to be a voice of love. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you weren't doing the work to raise your frequency to that love vibration. We could say that we're at a war right now. We've been for a long time. A a war that is between love and fear the mind and the heart. And some of the humans on this planet have chosen fear and they've chosen the mind. And we're here as women, as leaders, beautiful masculine as well, that are supporting the heart, the asking the the real questions that lead us to our utmost desires. So when we're faced with the choice of even choosing love or fear or the mind or the heart, we can do this practice. We can go within, close our eyes, visualize a path and see which path feels better. Because we've, with the law of attraction, that is a physical way of understanding the laws of the universe. And there's more layers to it because we can just think things into existence. Yes, by our thoughts become our words, our words become our actions. And when we are going through those steps, the really important factor is to pay attention to how we feel. So how does it feel when you are manifesting your beloved Are you imagining the feeling of just being completely seduced into his arms and being completely safe in his presence? How does it feel to be around your king? How does it feel to be in a new job, a new career? How does it feel to make that decision of leaving your job? Or staying. And the next layer to this is once we get the feeling that maybe it's time to go and exit a relationship, a job, a home that maybe we live in, it's not about taking like immediate action and just quitting the job and then putting yourself into a state of, well, I don't have really the means or the ability to 
support myself now or you haven't planned quite yet. It's it's important to actually create steps. So begin if you're for example, if you're making a decision to leave a job, instead of making it and to quit right away, take small steps to gather information, options, weigh out what's your what your next path is going to be. Maybe you're going to create a new resume. Maybe you're going to talk to somebody about starting a business. Something that is a sensible step towards the life that you want. So that's how we activate our masculine. That's how we get to have that logic, that knowingness. Because although taking leaps and just quitting, that can be good too. And if you feel like that's what you get to do, then by all means, feel into it and go for it. But a lot of times we act on impulse. We are in a society that is filled with quick fixes. And I want that now. Nature is the teacher here. The biggest teacher of all. When we look to nature, nature does not all of a sudden have a seed and the next day it's planted into this giant oak tree that's gigantic. No, it takes time to let that tree grow to the the giant, beautiful tree that it is. So noticing whether your decision making is coming from a place of I want this now or if it's coming from I'm going to let this I'm going to let this grow a little bit. I'm going to let my I'm going to plant my seed and I'm going to let it evolve and grow because nature does not hurry. Yet everything is accomplished. I can't remember who says that quote, but it shows up on pretty much every tea bag that I pull out from like Yogi Teas or something the past uh the past month that was happening to me because I personally have operated from a really intense high speed place so when I'm doing something I will tend to move at a quick rate like I'm rushing or hurrying trying to get somewhere and my practice the past year has been slowing down realizing that I'm not in a hurry I'm not I don't need to get to anybody anywhere If I just set myself up for success and I plan out my time and create a little bit of relationship with time management and all those things, then I can begin to just flow with grace and know that I'm going to be just fine by not hurrying or rushing or trying to get everything done all in one night. So that is just a few steps on how you can connect to your intuition Another really beautiful, beautiful way to connect when you feel like you're constantly in your head is to just go take an intuitive walk. Go walk outside. If you're at a job, if you're at home, if you're just, you know, in a, in a space that's not allowing you to, to let go of all the thoughts that are going on in your mind, just take a minute to go outside and walk. Taking a walk can just let all of this tension slowly drip away and all of a sudden you might just find the answer will appear 
as this like breakthrough, oh my gosh, there it is moment. Another tip, journaling. When you want to get clear on something, journaling can help have this ability to just get what's on your mind onto paper. So, Because what happens is, in our mind, when we are negative to the conversation, when our conversations in our minds are negative, it actually creates a block between our in- our intuition and our heart space. So what we- what's important about journaling is getting all the thoughts down on paper to make room for all of the beautiful, intuitive information that wants to come in, right? And sometimes you could just begin by, you don't know what you're going to write, but you just start writing. It doesn't need to look a certain way. It doesn't need to look like, well, today I, I need to write about my day at work. No, it doesn't need to be that structured. Being a feminine, being a woman is the beauty is we have the ability to connect to our intuition and be in flow state. So we get to have more of that and breathe and move in the direction of our heart. Our intuition always points us in the right direction. And I actually found a TED Talk on the power of intuition that I'm going to play here. And just listen to this entire TED Talk and just breathe with, this is a uh, talk by Katrine Kajir, I believe. And she talks all about the logic and how, like what's beneath the layers of logic and how to really activate that inner voice and why we are seeing so much logic in the world, kind of like what I talked about before. So please enjoy this amazing TED Talks on the power of intuition. So today we live in a world of big data, endless opportunities, and an overload of information. The average person consumes what is equivalent to 16 hard drives of data every day. So how do we deal with the complexity that derives from this abundance of information? And how do we cut through it all and use it when making important decisions in life and in business? For example, what to study, which job to apply for, which property to buy, or where to invest our money and our resources to grow our business. I believe that we can come a long way if we start by tuning into this one invisible gift that we all have, but not all of us are consciously using. So you've probably all had this experience where you thought of an old friend and you receive a text message from them that same day, or you run into the, to them on the street, or maybe when you uh, saw the weather forecast and it said no rain, but you still brought an umbrella when you left the house. And then it did, in fact, start to rain later that day. These small, everyday situations derive from our intuition. And it can seem like pure coincidence, but there is a bigger meaning with it. By using intuition um, every day in life and in business, I've experienced firsthand what a difference it can make. For example, when hiring people. Often you have candidates that uh, apply for the same jobs with similar skills on their CV. And even when you interview them, you, they have prepared so well that you often uh, can sense that they really have the answers for everything. So it can be challenging to really cut through that and sense how they are with teamwork and in situations of stress and change. 
So that's when I use my intuition to get below those layers of practicalities and sense if I have a true connection with this person and if he or she seems trustworthy. When you build a team, it's not only the hard skills of a person that makes them really excellent, it's also the softer skills. And if you want a team environment where um, people are highly motivated and that is driven by confidence and, um, and where people really take ownership and bring their passion into the company, that's when you can create the real results. I've tried a few times where I was facing candidates and they just seemed so perfect for the job. Yet, I still had this feeling that something wasn't right. A few times, I decided to ignore this warning sign and hire them anyways. And every time, I ended up regretting it. Because you really need to start off your relationship with your employees from an honest connection. And that's when you can build this trust that drives high motivation and uh, highly independent people that can um, constantly set the bar to um, to bring the villa mentality that you really need to run a successful business. Now, it's the exact same thing in life. If you're not honest with yourself about what you really want, it can be hard to uh, find the motivation to really succeed. You might end up setting your priorities according to the expectations or the norms of society, and not according to yourself. So four years ago, I decided to follow my lifelong dream and move to Australia. Everyone around me said, it's quite irrational and isn't it a bit risky? How will you ever find a job there? And what about visa and so on and so on? And they were absolutely right. And I was really scared and also sad to move so far away from home and far away from friends and family. I just had a little niece as well, and it made me very sad to not be able to be part of her life. But despite all of these things, I still knew I just have to do this because it was my dream. I was ready to make the necessary sacrifices and really go for it. Um, it took 12 rejections before I found a job where they would offer me a visa. I had to move six times, and I was nearly kicked out of the country during my visa application. But that's the thing. Sometimes you have to work a little bit harder for the things that you really want. But the benefits are just so great, and it ended up being the best experience in my life. And I still found a way that I could stay in touch with my niece and be part of her life, thanks to our modern technology. So why should we trust that it is, in fact, intuition and not just pure coincidence that can drive us toward the right choices? This whole topic has received increasing interest from scientists in the past few decades. They've, found, they've made sufficient discoveries to really prove that this intuition, in fact, does exist. Scientist and Nobel Prize winner Daniel Kahneman wrote the book Thinking Fast and Thinking Slow. Here he explained how the brain has two different operating systems, System 1 and System 2, also known from other studies as right brain or left brain. System 1 is our fast thinking and often very subconscious way of operating, where feeling and intuition dominates. System 2 is our slower, more analytical way of operating, where logic and reason dominates. System 1 has been proved to know the right answer long before System 2 in a right range of situations. For example, uh, one study was uh, analyzing car purchases. The study showed that people who had to make a quick intuitive decision about their car purchase were later on found to be satisfied with their purchase 60% of the time. Meanwhile, those buyers who 
really had a lot of time to think carefully about all the different information about the various carpet choices, were later on found to only be satisfied 25% of the time. But not only does science prove it, there's also clear evidence of this intuition in the business world. Successful leaders and inventors know that they have to trust their intuition just as much as their intellect if they want to succeed. The world is moving so fast today, and unforeseen situations are happening more frequently. No data can possibly keep up with this um, speed of information and be there to serve the right answer when a crisis hit. But not only that, in order to invent something new, you have to go beyond your existing knowledge. Bill Gates, for example, he was studying computer science at uh, Harvard, but he used the knowledge he got from there to build completely new computer languages. But that was not the only thing that made Microsoft successful. He used his instinct to constantly predict the market situation and make the right moves. And that, that's how he, at age 39, was the richest man in the world. Ed Catmull, the president and co-founder of Pixar, he created the first fully computer-animated movie, Toy Story. He spent nearly 20 years working on this idea, and many people thought it was completely impossible. But when Toy Story was released, it earned $361 million and was the game-changer for Pixar animation, which nearly went bankrupt before this happened. Later on, Pixar was sold to Disney for $7.4 billion. He later on said that if he didn't have such a strong intuition that this would be a success, he would have given up long ago. So how can we all use to listen to this intuition? How can we all learn to, uh, to listen to this intuition? I believe that there's three essential steps in order to develop uh, intuition. First, you need to have clarity in your mind. You need to take distance to all the external information and sense how you really feel. It's important to sort your thoughts into what you need and what you don't need, and not spend too much energy on thoughts that are not relevant or things you cannot change. When you have a clear mind, you develop more awareness. And it's important to know that all the thoughts we have are stored in our subconscious. And the thoughts we have often will have an impact on where our intuition guides us. Because they're stored in our subconscious, even thoughts that we quickly forget again, they're still stored there and we don't have any logic to filter if we want them or not. So therefore, our thoughts become our habits. Secondly, you need to be honest with yourself. If you're not honest about what's really important to you, you risk to not hear your own inner voice, but you will hear everyone else's voice clearer. So have a clear intention about what you really want, otherwise your intuition can't guide you. You need to train it like a muscle. The more you use it, the stronger it becomes. Our intuition is purely uh, based on emotion, and it derives from things that have already happened to us. For example, when we're kids, and we burn ourselves on something hot, and there was steam coming from this. The next time we see a cup of coffee, we will know not to touch it because it's hot. Not because we know already that coffee is hot, but because our intuition remembers that everything that comes steam from equals things that hurts. 
So the more you dare to use it often, to try something new, the more accurate it can become. Now we've heard so often before, we only have one life, let's make the most of it. And making the most of life is not only about how much money you make, what job title you have, how many kids you have, or if you're married by the time you're 30. What's essential is what, what's your truth and what, makes, what is uh, making most of life for you. What really makes you happy and that's what matters. There's a wonderful story about a nurse called Bronnie Ware. She spent 12 years caring for terminally ill patients um, during the last three to 12 weeks of their lives. During that time, the elderly told her what their biggest regrets in life were. And this is the list. The number one thing that people regret right before they die is that they didn't have the courage to live a life that was true to them. They lived a life according to other people's expectations. I believe that if we tune into our intuition and we listen to it more often, we hear our own inner voice and we come a lot closer to finding that courage. Thank you. Mm, yeah, I love how she talks about getting below the layers of logic. Because our logical mind, when she's talking about the section on hiring employees or interviewing for new candidates and everybody seems like they're the right candidate. Everybody seems like they have all the answers. They're going to show up and be the greatest employee or position. They're going to be the best for the position that is for hire. And she talks about, okay, this is how I drop in and use my intuition on how to make those decisions. And I think that as a woman, especially in business, this is our superhero power. This is our gift. And men have it too. I, my partner, he's amazing. I can see him use his intuition, unlike I've ever really experienced before in a masculine way. But we can all connect to our intuition, but as a woman, it is a natural, innate gift that we have because we are the ones who are supposed to bring those messages to the masculine and then therefore they go build off that message that we've received, right? So for those of you out there that are in business or are thinking of starting their own business, goddesspreneurs like myself and are faced with with decisions constantly because part of being a business owner, part of being a uh, self-employed entrepreneur is making those decisions that is required for your vision, right? And for, or for the business or for your art or for your team, your employees. And there's often times when we come to those points where we've got to make decisions, right? And we get to take out our emotions and kind of think about, well, what does my vision, what is my vision asking for me to do in this moment? And to drop into our intuition and use that as a compass on making that decision. How does it feel when you need to hire new employees? And how does it feel when you need to let go of employees? How does it feel when you need to uh, step up and be a bigger voice in your business or in your life or in your relationship? So 
what I uh, what I invite you all to really think about as we carry off in our t- in our day today is how am I feeling in the moments that I get to make these decisions? Even it could be as simple as having your lunch. What am I going to eat today? I could easily have a hamburger or I could have that really amazing ahi tuna salad. What's going to feel better for me and my heart? Is it now that shifts the 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 in the instant reaction of well that that hamburger is going to taste really good. But how is it going to make me feel? And sometimes we need a hamburger, don't get me wrong. When I'm on my moon, I'm all about the the grass-fed organic hamburger, juicy beef, give it to me. Yes, please. But (laughs) that actually makes me feel good when I'm on my moon. So just know it doesn't mean that it's always going to lead you into the no. (laughs) But it's for you to work with and for you to start developing your intuition right now in this very moment. Are you going right or are you going left? And how does your feeling feel? (laughs) How do your feels feel when you make that right or that left? I love you all so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing this podcast. Thank you for just shining your light and listening to all of the the crazy wild topics that we explore and being so open-minded and feeling the call to rise. And of course, I'm going to leave you with a musical track of the day. When I think of intuition, I immediately think of who else None other than Stevie Nicks. So let's just get really witchy here and listen to Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. I love you, sisters. I hear you. I see you. Until next time. Bye.